What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it. Don't we, Amy? (laughs) What say you, Amy? (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello! Episode 10! It sure is. Woo-woo! That's all the fingers. Well, all your fingers. I only have nine I was about to say, unless you're Amy, (laughs) and then you're just half a point shy. (laughs) (laughs) They don't call me the 9.5 for nothing. (laughs) She's really good at giving a high high 9.5, you know? In fact, she's the only People one I know who like, can. Hey, instead of saying high five, they'll say high four and a half. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, ha ha ha. Last time I laughed that hard, I fell off my dinosaur. <laughs> oh my gosh! It is what it is. Um, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, it's back. I'm pretty sure on season one. I briefly talk about how I went from having ten fingers to nine and a half of them. (laughs) When she joined the nub club. Do you guys get like a card or like what's the perks? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure all the other nubbies are unaware of the nub club until I tell them that hey nub club because i mean i have a nub so anytime that i see somebody else with a nub i immediately call it out (laughs) they're like i'm sensitive about my nub and they're like oh well i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i ask them about it i'm always like so how'd you get your nub (laughs) it's usually like a it, it it's usually old men and they lost it in like a um, a shop accident or maybe a lawn mowing accident. <laughs> Sounds about right. And then they'll be like, "How how'd you do it?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a go kart." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fun times, nub club and all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So anyway, uh, how's your week been? I heard it was a little on the feral <sighs> side. I I call well. I did not call you. I texted you because I wanted to give you a warning that I had a fucking story, and then you called me trying to get it. me to tell you the story. I was nosy. <laughs> all right, you see this? <laughs> and I told her. I told you, no, you can't. You're not getting anything out of me. She told me no, you guys. After three seasons we've shared together? (laughs) Just kidding. I was being impatient. (laughs) But actually, before getting to my story, I did want to say something really quick. Our podcast is two years old. Two two years old. We did it. Happy birthday, (laughs) Corat. Yay. Happy birthday, (laughs) Corat. Look at us. Should we bake a cake? Uh, Yeah, yeah, that sounds like work. Maybe I'll go buy one. That's a better idea. I'm going to buy us a cake. Right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Okay, so on to the story. I was out dashing and, you know, last episode I had told you about us. We we just recently opened up to 25% dine-in capacity, right? Things have kind of slowed down, but they were a little tense there in the beginning. I can imagine. I mean, Um, it was like a year, right? Or no, uh, well, no, it was since before Thanksgiving, but yeah, it was November at some point. So, but we've been open at this point for, you know, it's been like two weeks now. Okay, so things are finally starting to get back to normal. Like, but some days there are still long lines for the people that are dining in. Yeah. (laughs) they only have so much that they can do Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway so i get an order for denny's and every restaurant i don't know about out there where you dash but every restaurant here has like specific places that the door dashers are supposed to go to get their orders whether it be park in a certain spot Mm -hmm. and wait for them to come out to you or when you go in there's like a specific place right so so here we have those spots like there's signs where you park and everything but they don't run the orders out you still have to go inside they're like yeah i'm not going to do that but you can come in (laughs) (laughs) well since we had been closed up so much like most of the restaurants they brought them out to you but denny's we always still had to go inside it was one of the very few places that i had to go inside everywhere else you went through the drive-thru or you waited for them to bring it out to you whatever yeah but so i've been here for almost a year now i've been dashing here since june of 2020 and the entire time all the dashers when you go into denny's you walk up to the the bar because they line up all of the takeout orders there okay and um if they're not there they still want you to like stand over there and wait for them so that way you're like that way they know you're a dasher and if there's something wrong with the order or whatever you know like they don't have to like hunt you down yeah (laughs) makes sense so i get an order (laughs) and i walk into denny's There's this guy and his wife standing, waiting to get seated, okay? Everybody else is sitting in, like, uh, you know, at the, whatever, where you go to sit to wait for them to call your name, the booze or whatever, the waiting area. (laughs) I walk in with my DoorDash bag. And I walk over to the other door dasher that is standing up at the bar. Yeah. Okay. And um, so I'm literally just standing there. I'm obviously not in line to want to sit down. (laughs) And I was talking to the dasher. And this guy comes over beside me. And he like gets down and talks into my ear. But loudly. He's mm-hmm. like, he goes, so what, are you special that you don't have to wait in line? Oh. I was, I, I like turn and I look at him and I was like, I'm, I'm not in line. I'm waiting for a DoorDash order. And he goes, it doesn't matter what you're here. If you're here for dine-in or takeout, you should still have to wait in line. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? 
boy, sit the and fuck down. <laughs> man, when I tell you, like, my soul almost left my body because I was about to fucking go off on this guy. The server saved him. She fucking saved him. <laughs> she looks at him and she goes, sir, she's a door dasher. She is exactly where she needs to be. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Mm. And so then he steps back in his place. <laughs> You're like, yeah, go stay in your box, buddy. <laughs> oh, no problem, baby. What? What's the name that you're here for? And I told her the name. And she was like, oh, it's going to be a little bit. And I turn and I look at the guy and I go, that's fine. I'll just patiently wait my turn where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> and him and his wife are literally just like this. They just have their <laughs> head down and they're just like... Shifty eyes, head down. <laughs> and so then yeah. the server that Sucks just said to that to him, <laughs> she comes around and she goes, she grabs menus and she's like, so it's just the two of you, right? Follow me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, as they walk by, he, uh, he very sheeplessly and, and quietly, he goes, I apologize about that. <laughs> but you do, so buddy. Then, very loudly i go i appreciate the apology <laughs> <laughs> wait you didn't get right up in his ear though <laughs> why are people like that it was the best ever <laughs> i don't know oh my god <laughs> It was awesome. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> Even when the guy said something the first time, yep. because if that yep. server hadn't said something, I Don't sure play would with have. Me, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she sat them, she came back around and like they're literally just right there. And she comes over and she's loudly like, I'm sorry that that happened to you. <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, it's whatever. It, it, he apologized. It's fine. And she was like, oh, that's great. I'm so glad to hear that he apologized. <laughs> All right, Timmy, you want to get out of timeout now? And what did we do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> She said, uh-uh. <laughs> I loved That's every fantastic. minute. <laughs> every oh minute of that. <laughs> All of the other customers, like, after, they were just like, right? well, that was really rude, wasn't it? <laughs> I think there were so many customers that were like, I'm sorry <laughs> that happened. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> this You're was like amazing, and I would do it again. The roast of that <laughs> asshole right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That sounds fantastic. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, all right, so just really quick, another thing. We ordered uh, Mexican food for dinner the other night. I don't know what it is about New Mexico. You know, yeah, they put green chilies on everything. But I've learned a lot of new things. Uh, food Yeah, I know. You showed me pictures <laughs> of fucking Crane the other day. 
I know. <laughs> Bird steak. <laughs> Which is apparently called ribeye in the sky. I did not know oh, that. Oh, I thought of when um, you said when that. When somebody asked <laughs> I that. I thought of fucking Anchorman too. <laughs> Chicken of the rail yard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm in all of these different New Mexico Facebook groups and somebody had posted in one of the recipe groups that I'm in asking if anybody's ever had crane or if they knew like some crane recipes and I thought maybe she had spelled it wrong and meant carne. That's a fair assumption, (laughs) yeah. So then I click on the freaking comments and I go to like look and see if maybe somebody was like giving carne recipes or said like, do you mean carne? But I was legitimately the first person to say something. Everybody else was like, ah, yes, crane, the ribeye of the sky. And I'm like, what? (laughs) That's not a real thing, right? Come to find out. That's not a real thing, right? No, come to find out it is a real thing. <laughs> and they're talking about Sandhill Crane because I live in the fucking desert and apparently it is red meat. Like, yeah. like carne. Like, that's like so steak freaky. And cow. Mm. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Learn something new every day. So I've learned two more new things <laughs> since then. Red, red beer. So they drink like uh, Corona. And they they put Bloody Mary mix in it. Oh. It's actually really good. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> it makes it not taste it makes it not taste so beery. Fair, you yeah. Know? And I love Bloody yeah. Marys, so it it's legitimately like it, I mean it it was pretty good. Hmm. <laughs> so red beer, that's one. Um a fried egg on your enchiladas. Oh. Ooh. Lexi, I had heard about the fried egg on the enchiladas multiple times since moving here. And at first I was like, well, that's weird, you know. But then they were like, no, yeah, it's got to be over easy so it can run over and mix in mm. with the sauce. And, and so we ordered Mexican food and I ordered enchiladas because enchiladas are like my favorite. And then it had the option of putting an egg on it. And I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Lexi, you don't know what you no, are missing out on. <laughs> that so weird. Oh my god! When I tell you that eating a fried over easy egg on your enchiladas is life altering. Yeah, I can kind of tell by your facial <laughs> it <was> expressions. So <laughs> good. Oh my god! It was amazing. <laughs> So, you gotta try it. But it can't be... Look, I'm white. I'll make enchiladas. But they're not like from the fucking restaurant, you know? They're just not the same. They're not the same. They got them spices on point. you You gotta get it from the restaurant. The enchilada Mm -hmm. sauce, yo, it is fantastic when it is homemade. Canned enchilada sauce is just not the same. So thin. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> anyway, you got to get it from a restaurant, y'all. I'm pretty sure you could probably order this at any Mexican restaurant. I don't think it's a New Mexican thing. I just think that it's just big here because, well, white is the minority around here. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> I totally, 
I have no issues with living here. I fucking love it here. Like, <laughs> the food is amazing. The people are great. <laughs> there are some rude people. Don't get me wrong. And they don't know how to drive. <laughs> Other than that, I'm Gucci. Okay, just so we're it. clear, the <laughs> doesn't know how to drive thing, that is everywhere. That is global. <laughs> mm. I know. <laughs> They, but they're all in such a fucking hurry to cut you off here. Oh my god, it drives me nuts. I haven't used my horn more in my 16, 18 years of driving than I have since moving here. <laughs> I've only been here since June. <laughs> it's, uh, it's March. Not even a whole year yet. And you're like, uh, 1,576,000. Er. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah, other than that, um, I'm having a lot of fun over on TikTok. Yeah, uh, you are. Breaking the internet over there. I broke it again. I broke it again. I don't know. <laughs> so, if you guys are on TikTok, go and find me on the TikTok. Our TikTok is at C O N F of Retail Podcast. And come have fun with me. And and if you want, you can send me your stories on TikTok and I'll blind react to them. That's what everybody's liking that I do on TikTok. <laughs> it's good. It's a great time. <laughs> it is. It's fun. Freaking laser so Come beans. have fun on TikTok. <laughs> with the lasers. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, what about you, Lexi? What's been going on? Um, well, I officially am back to dashing full-time, not just, like, passively. I got fancy new you bags. You sure are. I know, they're so nice. I was <laughs> like, my old one's not that bad. It It's awful. It's all dingy. I can't <laughs> even tell if it was originally red or not. Like, <laughs> it has seen better my, days. My, Mine has definitely seen better days, but it's in still pretty good Look, shape considering I learned, I've done over 1,300 deliveries. I learned that the, the bags last an average of 3,000 deliveries. <laughs> so I got, I, got, I got a while before I need new ones again. <laughs> I just don't want to have to buy a new one. I feel like DoorDash should send us new ones like... Like they do with the mask. With the mask, you're allowed one new free mask every three months. Huh. I feel like they should send us like one new DoorDash bag every six months. Right. You know or like what I mean? maybe even like, just once a year. If you can see that we are an active dasher, I have over 1,300 deliveries and I've only received one bag. <laughs> maybe you should send a new one. I mean, because we are representing you while we're out there. Right. You want us with our beat up bags? Because I can tell you, I've seen a lot of dashers with some shitty ass bags. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? That's why I was like, well, I like, okay. When I started dashing, like I wasn't picky. I was taking the low ball orders. I wasn't worried about tips. I was just like, oh, it's all money. It all spins. Well, I wised up, right? Now I only dash in yeah, one part of the entire fucking state. And you know what? There you go. They pay well. They pay well. They do. Because most of these people that live in that town, I don't think even are from Indiana. I think they're people who like work businesses from home 
And that's why they can afford these, like, half-million-dollar homes and shit. But right. those are the neighborhoods you want. It's kind of like Halloween, you know, when you're trick-or-treating. You want to go to the nice neighborhoods <laughs> where they got the king-size The one candy with bars. the full-size yep. candy bars. Yep. <laughs> well, this mama's picking the full-size candy bars. I am fucking around with them snack-size <laughs> tips. No thanks. So, anyways, um, my weekend was literally nonstop. Like, I was the energizer bunny, man. I was just going and going and going. Um, Saturday, we went with my sister out to the Children's Museum. And we spent, like, four fucking hours. I took your advice. We started from the top floor and worked our way down. And you're a genius. Oh, you're my gosh. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. my, sister was like, my sister was like, that was really smart to start at the top floor and work our way towards the exit. I was like, I know, right? Let's thank my best friend for that. <laughs> um, hey. But so it was a little weird. We had to wear our masks the whole time. Um, you right. know, it's all COVID adjusted. So we missed a good majority of the exhibits, like the bigger ones, because they were closed for cleaning. They had like signs yeah. up and said like, like with like the rope. Or whatever, closing it off. The rope. The velvet rope. But, uh, aside from that, um, we made it to the theater for the first time. I've never gone in there. And all the years I've been here in really? Indiana, I've never been to the little theater they had in there. And so the boys saw their first play. And it was so Aww. cute. It was like the Tale of Two Mice or something. It, Aww, and- we made it there for Christmas once. That's cute. I couldn't imagine the Christmas play they would put on. But it was a really cute little story. And Nikki was like, oh, no. Like He was so involved. And I'm like, he's going to be my Broadway baby. Watch out. Maybe he'll chill out on the Thornberry (laughs) version of himself. (laughs) Be a little less Donny. (laughs) So after four hours of wandering through the museum, we load up in the car. And we go straight up from there to the township that I was dashing in. Like, we, there was no in-between. There was museum, drive-through for dinner, boom, we're dashing, okay? Um, I saw my first challenge. I didn't even know those were a thing here, right? I know they're a thing. I'm in a couple Facebook groups, right, that are nationwide and, like, bigger cities totally have them, but... I literally have dashed in our state's capital and <clears throat> never once did I see a DoorDash challenge, right? But so, yeah. I see one and it says if I complete such and such deliveries by midnight, I'll get this reward. And I'm like, okay, no worries. So I dash for 4 hours and I don't even get like a third of the way through that challenge and I'm like, well this is fucking impossible. <laughs> I had no idea it was for more than one day. I thought it meant midnight tonight, right? So right. I'm like, all it right, we'll just, Sunday night. we'll just try again tomorrow. So the next day, halfway through my scheduled dash, all of a sudden I get this whole like fireworks pop up and it's like, you did it. You finished the challenge. And I'm like, me? <laughs> like I was so me? excited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was awesome, and people were tipping, and I was having a great time. 
I love that you say that our our state's capital. Like they don't know what our state's capital is, considering the people that are number one for the past how many episodes are uh, living in our state's capital. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not our country's capital. I'm glad I can be smart enough for that one. <laughs> What up, Indy? She's out there. She's watching you. <laughs> She's delivering your food sometimes on occasion. You might find her somewhere. <laughs> if you see me with a very frazzled, messy bun, leave me alone. I'm on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completing challenges. Yeah, I am. I'm getting it. And I did. I was so happy. I was like, yay, I completed it. My first te- My first challenge. Yeah, we don't have those kinds of challenges. We get like the early bird challenge and then we also get the the late night challenge and both of those are like complete like four or eight deliveries in like this many hours and you get like fifteen dollars. Yeah, that was <laughs> <clears throat> that was totally different. I don't know if it was just like a promotion they were running or I don't know. I'm hoping that that challenge still exists next weekend, though, because I'm going to play. You're hoping that it's an every weekend I'm hoping that it's like every time I feel like going over there, I can just do a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you getting on DoorDash? Care for a challenge? Yes, please. (laughs) Yes, please. Yeah, that was uh, the majority of my week. Not much else. So does that mean it's in the news time? It sure is. (laughs) No, I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. All right, Lexi, what is your news article? All right. (laughs) Mine's a fun one, especially since I've got my little quote-unquote beer here. (laughs) All right, my article comes from Fortune. Like, you know, fortune.com or the magazine. Yeah, I got that. All right, and it's titled, Americans somehow spent less money drunk shopping in 2020 than previous years. <laughs> I uh, I don't entirely believe that, but okay. <laughs> I right? feel like I definitely spent more <laughs> in 2020 in online drunk shopping. I feel like I could have spent more, but I didn't. I did browse, though. Like, I made so many Amazon wish lists, it's not even fucking funny. (laughs) At this point, they should be charging my account for the data I'm using. (laughs) Yeah, I left so many carts full of things and so many different websites. Right. (laughs) I definitely window shopped, but I didn't make many physical purchases, so. Um, I did. (laughs) You're like, I, I was on that bracket. It says, overall, drunk shopping was sharply down last year from 2019, but it did remain popular among millennials and men in particular. So we're not the bigger shoppers here. 
<laughs> this is true. My husband does spend more money than me. <laughs> right? Such a silly thing. Like, oh, look at you girls out doing the shopping. I'm like, I don't even want to be here. We just needed fucking <laughs> potatoes. Like, <laughs> All right. If you enhanced your work day last year with a glass of wine or a beer hidden just out of sight on your Zoom calls, you are hardly alone. Day drinking and virtual happy hours were just as much a part of the pandemic as grocery store rushes on toilet paper and our beloved Tiger King. Ah, <laughs> but- uh, yes. He really thought he was going to get a pardon. <laughs> Sorry. Not to get political. <laughs> what the fuck, Joe Exotic? Anyways. But a funny thing happened as we pickled our livers last year. We didn't do as much <laughs> drunk shopping as we have in the past few years. <laughs> now you see why I've never heard it referred to as pickled the livers. I think I love it. <laughs> Hold on, I must pickle my liver a small bit. <laughs> All right. Um, a new study by the personal finance website, Finder.com, says Americans collectively spent $21.6 million on drunk purchases over the past 12 months. I'm, I'm not saying that that isn't factual. I just don't understand how they knew... So-and-so was drunk when they bought that thing on Amazon or whatever. You know what I mean? This is true. This is true. (laughs) Uh, Which is down considerably Hmm. from the past three years. How big of a drop we're talking? Nearly 52% less than the previous year's amount. Oh. In 2017, the total was $30.4 billion, which is still way more. It was... $9 $9 billion difference from last year to 2017. Um, why the drop? We didn't really delve too deeply into that, but uh, the loss of income many households faced seems like a likely candidate. Yeah. What the site did look at was who was spending the most, and it seems that millennials were most prone to drunk shopping. Um... And it says most of the people well, I feel a surveyed... called out right now. <laughs> oh, okay. So these people were surveyed. That's where they're getting the answers. It says a quarter of the people surveyed admitted to shopping while they were under the influence. Um, food. Why didn't not... I get that survey? I know, right? Where's that survey from me? I'm Maybe a drunk millennial. <laughs> I'm not yet, but I could be. Is that a challenge? <laughs> <laughs> uh, food, not surprisingly, was the most frequently purchased item uh, among the inebriated. Most of the people who were admitted to drunk shopping said they had bought something to keep a rumbly tummy at bay. <laughs> Other popular items included apparel and cigarettes. Uh, for some, a couple of beers or shots led to gambling websites. Over half the people of surveyed said they had gambled while intoxicated. But overall, well, I mean, it was Vegas men who did the most of the drunk flowing. shopping. <laughs> oh, on average, people spend about $500 for the year on just drunk purchases alone. <laughs> I 
feel like that's a little low. I know. Well, I mean, $500 per person and 71 million people. I mean, it adds up. <laughs> we got a lot of peeps over here. But yeah, apparently, apparently, we like to drunk shop and we think about food a lot. And I can't say I disagree with either of those statements, so. Nope. <laughs> I have done I both. I disagree with none of that. <laughs> I won't be shopping after this, though, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> You're also not going to be drunk after one of those. So. No. <laughs> nope. Well, it's 3% alcohol. Watch out. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, Amy. So what's your news article? My news article comes from WDTV, which is a CBS in West Virginia. We are traveling to West Virginia today, folks. It's crazy over there. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. All right. Westover McDonald's employee charged with brandishing gun after a customer threatened staff over McFlurry. Bro, if you need a McFlurry that bad, go buy ice cream and M&M's and take your ass home. Get a big spoon and stir. Okay? Okay. There you go. What? Okay. Okay. (laughs) I have to halt myself. Westover police responded to the local McDonald's on Wednesday, March 10th after calls about a customer who refused to leave. But it was the employee of the fast food restaurant that ended up charged with a misdemeanor that night for brandishing a firearm. Why? (laughs) According to the complaint filed by the responding officer, the customer began yelling at the restaurant's staff after they refused to refund her McFlurry because of her complaints about how the Oreos were mixed. I'm sorry, um, what? They're not wait. mixed. Um. So I want a refund. Did she eat it all? Like, and then complain? Or, right. Or, or, Isn't that or always the way it goes? Okay, hold on. Let's keep going. This incident escalated with the customer allegedly making threats and throwing the milkshake against the restaurant's wall. You throwing things at people now? Like, <laughs> what? what is the point of that? I mean, really. <laughs> that is when the employee, Jessica Mitchell, allegedly retrieved a gun from her purse. Oh. <laughs> Throw a milkshake at me? Throw a milkshake at me? She said, <laughs> you ever seen Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Maybe you've heard she of said, a character pop, in that pop. one named Medea. <laughs> I don't play. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Westover Chief Joe Adams says that she placed the gun near her waistband as protection. So she pulls <laughs> it from her purse and sticks it in her waistband. I wonder if she did that like right in front of the customer. Just She's like, like mm, 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 mm. you saw that? <laughs> just making sure we both saw that. <laughs> <laughs> 
the teller, to my knowledge, there is no accusation that she pointed the gun towards anybody, Chief Adams said. When police arrived to the McDonald's, they found the gun on Mitchell's person and charged her with the misdemeanor of brandishing. Oh, Where she must I, not have had a license to open carry. I don't or conceal well, carry. Well, brandishing and open carry is something else. Like, they're, I think brandishing is where they're, like, saying that it was, like, she was essentially threatening without oh, threatening Oh, intimidating, the yeah. <laughs> We're taking this matter seriously and are invest- investigating the alleged incident, said John Ebert, owner and operator of the McDonald's in a statement chief adam says they have yet to hear if owners of the restaurant will charge the customers with defacing the restaurant uh they fucking better like (laughs) right you know what i mean like oh no no you had a gun we're gonna ignore what was actually going on before then so you were being a piece of shit customer i'm not saying that this woman should have taking the gun out her purse she was like i'm about to pop the trunk on you don't make me go pop the trunk kevin hart where'd you park <laughs> oh my goodness i i could just imagine seeing this woman like she's standing there probably just like staring at the customer and the customer like chucks the mcflurry like just past her face so the <laughs> The fucking employee like pulls her purse out from like under the counter, plops it on the counter, just like stares at her while she opens up her purse and then just like ruffles through it a little <laughs> bit, pulls it out and then just sticks it right in her freaking waistband, right? From, just without breaking eye contact. Like, <laughs> this is what I hope happened. <laughs> the whole time. Throw a McFlurry at me. <laughs> oh, your Oreos aren't mixed. Mm. <laughs> Do you want them mixed with bullets? <laughs> Do you like gunpowder, bitch? <laughs> Do you want to get lepewed? Oh my gosh. <laughs> People don't make no sense, oh. man. Mm. Is that serious? The fucking Oreos aren't mixed in enough? Like <laughs> then again, you know. <sighs> Bringing out guns for somebody throwing something. I mean, my toddler threw shit so many times. Not once was I like, <laughs> take this paddle and stick it in your waistband. <laughs> oh, you don't like your Paw Patrol? Try that shit again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, goodness. Fun stuff. Yeah. Definitely not saying that the employee was in the right here. I'm just saying I would have loved to have been a fly on that wall. You're like, (laughs) I'm not saying who was right or wrong. I'm just saying I would have liked to observe that with me eyeballs. (laughs) With my tea. Oh, my gosh. That's so fucking funny. Like, who? I mean, I know. You know. But who does that? (laughs) We all know who does that. <laughs> West Virginia does that. West Virginia said, "Oh, I don't know why I keep using a pink pen as my gun. If I had a gun, it would also be this pink." This is my maybe. gun. 
Bubblegum pink. <laughs> Look, all right, it makes a click sound. Yeah. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, now you get it. We don't play. We write memos. I don't Gator know. Gator play no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I bet that that employees probably worked at that McDonald's for a long time. It was probably about done. Right. <laughs> She's like, Mm-mm, not again. Not today. Get you were here last week, shit. too, with the same shit. <laughs> Mix your own fucking Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh, well that was a fun time wasn't it that was a grand time <laughs> yes it was oh well then does that mean it's that time it is the show shop time oh yeah Show shop. Drop tap. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. (laughs) Yeah, this is where we talk about the shows that we are currently streaming. And if you'd like to check them out and watch along, please do. (laughs) Warning. Spoilers ahead. All right. So episode 10 and 11, which we worked out perfectly. 11 is the season finale of season one. So, uh, so, before the season finale, let's get into the demotion, episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dina, it starts out the episode with Dina talking about stepping down for personal reasons. Extremely hard stares. Staring. Personal reasons. At oh my Jonah. Gosh. And Garrett goes, you you and Dina like messing around or he's like something going on there (laughs) (laughs) and Jonah told Garrett about the photo lab and everything yep and Garrett says (laughs) Garrett says huh I didn't know Dina was into fancy little porcelain men (laughs) you know poor Jonah like <laughs> he's he's I mean he's definitely digging a hole for himself but like at the same time like he just doesn't want to hurt her feelings right oh and Glenn is just like so happy that Dina is stepping down he's like why can't I stop smiling <laughs> <laughs> he is excited oh my <laughs> gosh and then he freaking like after the meeting he calls uh he calls Amy into his office and he goes, come look out the window with me. And she goes, I don't want the job. <laughs> and he's like, you didn't even look out the window. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So can we talk about where they placed Dina in the store? <laughs> so they put Dina with Cheyenne in makeup. The makeup counter. <laughs> and Dina is the worst. Oh my gosh! Because she goes talking to Cheyenne. She goes, "You're the boss now." And she goes, "All right, I'm your boss." And she goes, "I made that joke. You don't make that joke." Like <laughs> immediately, like ooh. 
<laughs> Dina is a very strong personality and one I would probably not mind not meeting. You know, I love Dina. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. She cracks me up. But like, imagine meeting a Dina in real life. <laughs> um... <laughs> if it was like actual Dina, I would probably fucking love her. But oh, somebody yeah. that's like a Dina, probably not. <laughs> Fair. But Fair so, yes, Dina is the fucking worst makeup associate ever. First of all, she doesn't know how to fucking put on makeup. So she's like yep, roughing right? these customers up. <laughs> Oh my god, when she did the fucking eyeliner, she's like sharpening it with a fucking knife. And then she goes, all right, don't move at all. And she starts gunning for this lady's eyeball. And Cheyenne's like, do you think I can help? <laughs> uh, Is there anything like, you want me to help like, with? Here's the Actually, thing, like, the lady so really pretty. does not move. <laughs> the lady is like very still she does not move i'll give her that if somebody was like coming at me with this fucking sharp ass eyeliner i would be like <laughs> right <laughs> no she really like didn't blink she did not move <laughs> oh my goodness mm. the fucking when they're later on they're cleaning out the brushes and she's <laughs> like there's usually not that much blood in these brushes. And Dina's like, yeah, that's for now. And she goes, actually, there's never blood in the brushes. <laughs> there's never blood. <laughs> and Dina literally just, like, insults all of the customers. She's like, hey, ma'am, want to look not so tired? <laughs> yeah, you look tired. <laughs> and then, Or, like, the other lady, she's like, God, you look exhausted, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she just insults the customers and then makes them look awful she gave that lady the eyebrows and she's like you're welcome <laughs> oh my gosh when she's putting the freaking powder concealer on that one lady and she's just like <laughs> backing the shit out of her so then while that's all going on amy is trying to help glenn interview everybody to see who could be the new assistant manager and fucking <laughs> interviews are fantastic and so fucking mateo is like trying to set up a presentation and garrett's like nah it needs more it needs more pizzazz it needs he more said, sparkle what do you have for the talent portion <laughs> i love that garrett trolls people like that's his favorite shit him. it cracks me up so much Oh my gosh, so fucking uh, Jonah is being stalked by Dina the whole fucking episode. Like, no matter where right. he's going, she's like, oh, I was just taking a break. Oh, you want to have dinner later? Oh. Yeah, risotto and Hoosiers. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and she, she goes, has such a weird she, mix of interests. She has all right? these birds. She loves risotto and Hoosiers. And she drives around. Her road snacks are can of beans. <laughs> oh, anyway, and but all so... through the fucking episode, um, this is happening, right? She keeps, like, finding Jonah and making him uncomfortable. And so yes. then they meet in the dressing room to, like, Jonah's trying to figure out the way to tell her that he's not interested. Well, 
Wait, before we get there, 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 I was, um, okay. So, Jonah's, like, he keeps trying to, like, say something, but he, he doesn't want to make her upset, right? And so, he's yeah. at the makeup counter, and <laughs> she talks about her, her rash that's shaped like a Lincoln. Oh, my God, <laughs> she said the hat's almost gone. <laughs> she, she said, you'll see soon enough. <laughs> but um <clears throat> she she like makes this really great analogy like the difference between a sociopath and a psychopath it was like on point you know right? because she was like saying um she was like i was just like thinking like does he really like me or i mean because you wouldn't be like leading me on you're not a sociopath and then he said something and he said psychopath and she said no a sociopath because uh psychopaths don't know what they're doing sociopaths know what they're doing but they still do it anyway and i was like yep. that's like the best that's the best, like... That's, like, point a deep-ass line from Dina, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I've never heard anybody explain it better. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. That was a great anyway, description. so, fitting so room then, now. <laughs> yeah, so then they go to the fitting room to talk about something a little more private, and Jonah is trying to play an audio-recorded message for her on his phone, basically telling her how he actually feels. But he's struggling to figure it out, and so she kisses him before he manages to hit play, and then he's like, I just don't feel the same way about you. And she's like, oh, it's cool. And, like, all of a sudden goes back into, like, cold-hearted Dina. And she's, like, stabbing this lady at the fucking makeup counter. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh. <sighs> so while that's all going on between Dina and Jonah, fucking Amy and Glenn are interviewing everybody who's interested in the position. And the fucking <laughs> headphones guy. Oh my gosh, he's like Well he's that's like Marcus. The, he goes, check the cameras, check the cameras, and they're like, Okay, we will and he goes, Wait, y'all really record this stuff? That's messed up. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's Marcus. He becomes a little more relevant uh, as time goes on. He is... He's a character, all right. (laughs) I can tell already. (laughs) He's actually, um, like, the loading dock supervisor or whatever. Like, he's in charge of the guys in the back. (laughs) Oh. Well. Um... So, the interviews go horribly, and so Glenn is just trying to, like, juggle two jobs at once, and he's doing <laughs> miserable. Like, it's it's just a shit show. And so, Amy takes the position of assistant manager, right? Yep. She's like, I'll take it. <laughs> and so, as they're, like, talking about this new job she's going to be in, they go into the staff room to Uncle Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> All decked out with sparklers. <laughs> with sparklers, he's like, hey. He comes walking out. 
I don't know if it was just because she already got the position, but like it wasn't just disappointment. Mateo gave me murdery vibes. <laughs> like, he was like, "Oh, that's fine. I might eat your flesh later, though." <laughs> right? Like, who's <laughs> <laughs> like, "No, this um, is fine. This is fine." But I mean, okay, Mateo and Jonah are new. This is season one, and he really thought that he would be able to become assistant manager. Right. Oh my gosh. And then uh, when they go out to the parking lot at the end of the day, (laughs) fucking Jonah has been like trying to figure out a way to like fix the potential bad between him and Dina. And he goes up to her and he's like, hey, there's somebody out there for you. And she's like, already got a date. <laughs> yeah, she already got a guy to come and have the risotto, the risotto and, and Hoosiers. <laughs> and it's fucking Marcus. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, you don't mind birds, do you? I got a lot of birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, but then that leads us into episode 11, yeah? The season finale of season Woo! one. Labor. <laughs> so, Cheyenne goes into labor. <laughs> <laughs> In oh the my beginning gosh. of the episode, Dina is just like, she's just so melancholy. She's just like dead inside, right? Because she, she misses is having authority. She says, you know, when I was assistant manager, we were number one in shrink reduction and last in employee satisfaction. I did that. <laughs> I did that. Oh my gosh. She goes, do I look weak to you? <laughs> oh my gosh. So Cheyenne is having contractions and everybody's freaking the fuck out, right? Mateo runs off to grab towels. But starts getting picky about what towels. <laughs> I know, and it keeps like going back and forth between what everybody's doing during this whole time, and it keeps coming back. And Mateo's like, "Oh, this one doesn't match this one." And then next thing you know, he's got like a towel on his head, and then he's checking out how plush the mats are. He's like, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> <laughs> he was literally supposed to go get towels to bring because the baby was coming. <laughs> right and fucking jonah does the same shit over with the supplies he goes over to the pharmacy area and just starts like sweeping medical gauze and sprays and random literally making this huge mess on the floor just grabbing he like swiped half of a whole fucking shelf off onto the floor (laughs) (laughs) and fucking garrett is videotaping the birds for Bo. He's like, it's for Bo. <laughs> but it's also hooked up to the fucking big screen TVs in the store. <laughs> so the elect- the electronic section turned into a live birth class. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then she goes, I think it's going to come. I think it's going to come. Oh, wait. It went away. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's done now. <laughs> I guess I'll put my pants back on. And but it was so oh funny because goodness. the whole time Jonah's like maybe it's Braxton Hicks it's it, you know false labor it's Braxton Hicks and Amy's like congratulations you know what Braxton Hicks is <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like oh it's done and he was like 
So it was Braxton Hicks. <laughs> oh my gosh. So from then, Jonah kind of oh, like. Oh. <laughs> so before. Uh, I just forgot about this for a second. Um, like, Amy is talking Cheyenne through it, you know? She's like, breathe with me, breathe, breathe. And the the lady, the fucking stool softener and laxative lady from episode one, she comes back and she inter- she interrupts them while they're obviously fucking busy. And she said, what's the difference between sunblock and sunscreen? <laughs> This lady with her poorly timed <laughs> questions. <laughs> I wonder if she went home to sleep on it. <laughs> You're right. I should sleep on it. <laughs> uh, that was the so. Best. Then okay. The next day, Jonah gets all gung ho, trying to get maternity leave pay for Cheyenne. Right. So he talks Amy into trying to call corporate. <laughs> and during this fiasco, like they keep grabbing more people on the line because Jonah had mentioned unions. He said and the word a- union. Yep. <laughs> and they're yep. like, oh, please. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they have like a whole conference call, and Amy mentions unions and strikes. <laughs> And then they added more people, and then they were like, oh, don't worry, we'll get somebody in there tomorrow at 8 a.m. And they're, they're like, you really don't need to send anybody. And they're like, okay, bye, and everybody leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and so the union shark Steve shows up. Uh, fucking Steve. <laughs> the big swinging wiener guy. <laughs> <laughs> He said, with his big swinging wiener, just a slap on the old wrist. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what corporate looks like to you, Glenn? (laughs) So Steve is trying to do some role playing. And so he tells Glenn to come up and do the role playing. And Glenn just, (laughs) he's like, you can just be whoever you want to be. And so Glenn just keeps saying that he's Steve. <laughs> oh my Steve's god! Steve's like he goes. Well, you can't be Steve. I'm Steve. <laughs> so Glenn's like he, he did it like hi Steve. I'm Steve. He did it like four fucking times. I know. He's like, I know there's more names than Glenn and Steve. There's also, and then Garrett's in the back behind Steve, and and he goes, Steve, and so Glenn goes, Steve. Walk <laughs> from. He's like, thanks for your time. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so, um. Then he's like, let's give him a round of applause. And he calls Dina up to try the role play <laughs> exercise after Glenn, Steve, right? Uh, and so Dina is like, hey, why don't you sign this union paper? And he's like, I don't really want to. And she goes, oh, we're not role playing anymore. Like, she gets fucking You will serious. fucking sign this fucking piece she of goes, paper. 
She goes, you will sign this piece of paper or I'm going to end this night by wrapping my hands around your neck and watching the light leave from your eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> And he <"Whoa."> goes, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, we're going to take a break, everybody. <laughs> um, oh, my so god! Then also, Glenn, like, puts out a freaking, like, gallon, like, a uh, five-gallon jug that says like help our teen mom and it has a picture of Cheyenne on it he goes to put it out for people to put change in and he grabs all the freaking little tubs that have like the money in it for orphans or whatever and he pours all the money into the jug for Cheyenne that one lady (laughs) fucking watched him do it and she's just like "Mm -mm." Right at the end of this weird union, anti-union seminar they had, right? Fucking Jonah's like, hey, uh, I had a question, right? right?" The guy's trying to, like, make all of this shit without them actually asking questions because Cloud9 keeps talking about how they have, they don't need unions. They have open door policy and everything, but they sure don't listen to you. No, he didn't. (laughs) And he brings, he's like, hey, what about maternity leave? And he goes, we have second donut holes for everybody. (laughs) Great news. Great news. There's enough for everybody to have a second donut hole. And then the guy in the back, he's like, yes. (laughs) Then Jonah decides, that's it. Let's form a union, right? And he's like trying to convince everybody that. And they're all like, what the fuck? No. And then, uh. While he's trying to convince Amy to form a union, Cheyenne's in the background actually having the baby. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, um, and Glenn, like, while while Cheyenne's getting taken out on the stretcher, Glenn's like, that's it, young lady. You, you're, you're suspended with pay four weeks and then she says something and he goes six weeks you want to keep going (laughs) (laughs) and so he manages to give her a maternity leave like she fucking needed in the first place and deserves right right america is literally the only country that parents don't get actual maternity leave like in other countries they get like a year yeah like the moms can get up to a year the dads get like six months Mm -hmm. like it's unheard of for for guys to get paternity leave in any way shape or form here yeah in other countries that's not even a thing here they're like what the fuck is a paternity leave (laughs) 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 that's how america hears that one but so glenn gets canned for doing yeah, that. they fired him. Fucking so. Union Shark Steve fires Glenn. <laughs> and so Glenn's like in his office packing up his fucking stuff and he's trying to convince Amy to take the position. And so Amy's like, that's it. We're doing a walkout. Yep. And everybody bands together and walks out. They do. Except- Almost everybody. <laughs> Except two, Amy. <laughs> Dina. <laughs> Fucking Dina. Oh my gosh. 
and she comes out like nobody realized that Dina didn't walk out with him. She comes out with her bullhorn and she tells everybody <laughs> to get off the property. She's got a store to manage. Yep. <laughs> the end of season one. <laughs> she yeah. She said, All of your ID cards have been demagnetized. I'm like And you will get your last check in the mail. <laughs> So, wow, what a season, huh? Yep, season one in the books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, before we hop over to tea time, I just wanted to talk about something real quick. Um, We are going to be on another podcast. Yay, together. It's called Two Beards, Please. Maybe you heard of them. <laughs> They're part of the Titan Cast Network family with us. And we've talked about them a few times. They sure are. And they're fantastic. And we love them. Nate and Andrew, we love you. <laughs> you guys are awesome. We're super excited to be on. We are going to be on their episode, their first episode of April. April 1st? April 1st. Yep, we'll be on that episode so go and give them a listen and uh maybe maybe you'll hear us maybe we'll bring our spiciness to their their show <laughs> our flair <laughs> you think they're ready for us <laughs> oh i'm trying to think of how to not be too spicy they're not an explicit <laughs> podcast like we are no they're a family friendly podcast <laughs> oh my goodness we promise to be good, Nate. <laughs> I'm going to try really hard to be good. I was raised by sailors. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. All right. So, does that mean that it is tea time, Lexi? It's tea time, Amy. Clink. Clink. So, if you guys remember this episode... Lexi insisted that we do gift shops. <laughs> I did. And you know what? That's a very obscure theme for the week. <laughs> it was. It was. In hindsight, I understand that now. Lexi always we likes still to try. Tea. We do have tea. We have tea. <laughs> we never don't it's have tea. It's just very tea. specific tea. <laughs> yes. So... This will probably be the last time that we do gift shops, unless somebody happens to work at a gift shop and actually send us a story. <laughs> Go for it. Do it. It could be an airport store. <laughs> or airport it could be store. like, you know, the one that I'm sharing my own personal tea later on you'll hear about. <laughs> a museum gift shop. <laughs> gift my... shops are everywhere. Yes. My first story is an airport shop. <laughs> Fantastic. Or in the Let's fact it. of it happened in an airport shop. <laughs> hey, that's all it takes, right? It was in it was in a shop. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. So, what's your first story then, Amy? <laughs> Oakland Airport Story Time. <laughs> Which is funny oh, because boy. I've flown Oakland? in and out of that airport many times. <laughs> All right. All right. 
In 2016, I was in Oakland for work and waiting for my flight to head back home to Texas. Well, I was wearing an atheist shirt that has a silhouette of the Twin Towers still standing, and it said, Imagine No Religion on it. Seems like a... I mean, the quote is obviously a John Lennon quote, but... That's a really weird... um... It's an interesting shirt. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, like, I don't see how that could possibly go wrong. <laughs> While I was <laughs> killing time walking around in the gift shop, I had a lady walk up to me and say, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. And I said, <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Because I had no idea what she was talking about. (laughs) And she repeated it. She said she couldn't imagine no religion. I just kind of stood there for a second because I had no idea how to respond to that little old lady looking at me with a puckered mouth, like this sour looking face. So I just said, and that's why 3,000 people are dead. Oh, oh. Ooh. <laughs> you know, there are multiple ways to answer a question, and I guess that was an <laughs> answer you could have chose. That's an answer. <laughs> now, looking back, <laughs> I might have been a bit nicer and explained on what I meant by that, but at the time, I just wanted out of that potential mess. <laughs> I think you made it a bit messier, but uh. all right. I mean, <laughs> that's an answer. <laughs> Cigarettes kill people. So do airplanes and trains. But you know. Oh, okay. Never mind. Proceed with your cigarettes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Whew. That. All right. That's my first story. <laughs> She said, you know what? People die every day, bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> mm. All right. So, uh, you ready for my first story then? Sure am. It's titled, Don't Wrap It Like That. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, one of my first jobs when I left high school was retail. Mm. Mm. And boy, do I have all kinds of experiences from retail. <laughs> mm. Don't we all? That's why we're here for the tea. <laughs> now, I worked in a multi-purpose store, which was essentially the fancy definitions for we sell books and stationery and toys and shit while you're visiting. A gift shop. A gift shop. Uh, Most of our sales came from greeting cards, wrapping paper, and books. So this guy comes in one day, and he's in a big hurry and needs some help. He's got a kid's birthday party to get to, but has no idea what to get for. On-the-day birthday shopping was one of the most frequent experiences we had to deal with. So I help him out with everything he needs, including a card and wrapping paper, and so we go to the counter to finish the sale. At the end, he asks me if I can wrap the stuff for him because he's never wrapped anything before in his life. 
What? Okay. And doesn't know what to do. Uh, now, wrapping items is not something the store offers, but we get quite a lot of requests from customers. And if they're nice enough, we're happy to help out. I was usually the go-to wrapper in the store because of my OCD, and it meant the gifts usually come out looking super well-wrapped. Hey, one of those. I'm Miss Martha Stewart of gift wrap. I can't help myself. I did all of them. I even do, like, the Christmas trees in the wrapping paper. I'm extra. You know me. (laughs) And if our listeners don't know, now you do. (laughs) Uh, after taking a brief glance around the store, I figured it was safe enough to quickly throw together a wrapped gift for this guy. And, well, I was wrong. So wrong. So very, very wrong. <laughs> there was nothing quick about it. Because the whole time, this guy is passing comments around. Like, don't wrap it like that. And, no, you'd better be doing it like this. By the time I get through... About three minutes of this guy telling me how to wrap it, I just look at him, and it must have been a serious look because he then proceeded to shut up. <laughs> Good, but still occasionally and, and reached somebody over. Somebody that's never wrapped before. Yeah, he's still, he's, like, still reached, reached over to correct my wrapping. Mm. <laughs> to yourself, sir. This story is pre-pandemic, by the way. Just Obby. forgot to mention that. <laughs> uh, By the end of it, I hand over the wrapped goods, which he proceeds to snatch out of my hand before leaving. No thank you, no goodbye, nothing. I just smile and say, have a great day. (laughs) I refuse to wrap gifts after that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yo, I'm doing you a fucking favor. How about you stop being a tool? (laughs) Right? Me helping you means you know no be dick, okay? Okay. <laughs> we can try, right? Maybe a little TM work. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Amy. So what's your second story? Almost kidnapped. So yikes for me, dog. A long time ago when I was eight years old. I'm, I'm 26 now. My father used to and still takes business trips. This particular trip was not too far from my reservation that I lived at. I am a Native American from the Standing Rock Sioux tribe. But to a kid, it felt like it was the longest trip ever. Also, considering me being that annoying, are we there yet type of kid. <laughs> I think you know all of us, that man. kid. <laughs> I have ADHD and I tend to forget a lot of things and names because my brain is constantly active. <laughs> but this particular day has always stood out to me for there were there aren't many others as fortunate as I, sad to say. So we arrived at our destination, unpacked, and were settling in at our hotel room. My dad had to go to his meeting that evening, and this was in the middle of summer. So it was just my mother and I, and we went through the strip mall, which was just a bunch of gift shops. There was a cafe, also, that she wanted to take me to as she had been there before. 
She bought me a shirt from there. I still remember it being a red shirt with a rooster design on it. After hours of our shopping in the gift shops, my mother went to her car to smoke a cigarette. She told me that I could play on the cement walkway right next to the little mall. I was not far from her, like 20 feet or so. As I'm playing, minding my own business and letting my imagination take care of my boredom, a couple comes up to me. Mm. Sure, I was taught your average stranger danger tactics that are usually advised to us in our youth, but for some reason, I didn't have a fight or flight response. Basically, no red flags crossed my young mind. They started to talk to me, saying... Hi, little boy. What are you doing out here by yourself? Mm. At the time, I had the Halle Berry short haircut. I even have school pictures as proof. And yes, I did look like a boy with that haircut. (laughs) I explained something along the lines of "Um, playing and I'm a girl. (laughs) They both look at each other and say, where are your parents? I pointed behind me saying that my mom was right there. Not listening to me, the woman grabs my arm and Mm -mm. stupidly, I didn't scream or try to get away. I started walking with them. Oh, whoa. (laughs) That is literally every parent's worst nightmare right there. Right. I said, where are you taking me? My mom is right there. She said, don't worry, little boy. We'll find your parents. With tears starting to well up in my eyes, I said, I'm a girl. My mom is right there. Still with me in tow, (laughs) my mother bursts out of the car and screams, what the fuck are you doing? Let my daughter go. Now, I'm not sure Mm. how my mom didn't know right away, but this ordeal happened in what I assumed a minute's time span. I don't blame her because in all honesty, with my memory loss, I can't say how quick it actually did happen, but in my mind, it felt like an eternity. The oh, woman yeah, let go sure. of me and said, uh, oh, uh, I, I thought that she was lost. And my mom, in a rage, said that she was there the whole time and to get lost. Hmm. I would not have even said that. I would have literally been, like, almost on trial for fucking murder. It says, I ran back to my mother and she hugged me. She did call the cops and did a statement, but nothing ever came of it. Mm. I think think about it some days, wondering what if, and if I was the first or a list of many. I pray that they did not try any further... And that it was innocent and that they did think that I was just lost. Hard telling in this day and age, right? This is true, but this was a long time ago. But even then, like... Yeah, 20 years ago, same. Please teach your little ones of these situations so you aren't left with a possible kidnapping. Right? Oh. mm. Yeah. Yikes, this is why man. I don't let my kids out of my sight, especially without is now. You know, like that whole thing that happened in San Francisco when we went. That was insane and scary. 
Yeah, that's like not you okay. hear you hear about these things happening, but you never think that they will actually happen to you. And I am somebody that it did happen to, and I will tell you that it will and could happen to you. Yeah, will or could or both, and or and slash or. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. <clears throat> it's only getting mm. worse. Anyway, there's your gift shop stories, Lexi. What's your second one? <laughs> I wasn't expecting us to go all the way to child abduction and back. Jesus <laughs> fucking jeez. Oh, all right. So my second story is actually my own, and I don't really have a title for it. So we'll just say the gift shop stop. The gift shop stop. So um, after... The four-hour-long trek through the fucking children's museum. <laughs> my sister, being who she is, she loves to spoil my babies. So She does. She's like, let's stop at the gift shop. That's her voice. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> she's going to listen to this, and she's going to be like, she's going to text you, be like, thanks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My name's Lexi's sister, and I love spoiling her kids. <laughs> Oh, you thought I was going to hold back? Uh Uh-uh, this is the roast. I'm just not putting a name in. (laughs) The way that the Children's Museum is set up, right, um, the gift shop is, like, literally right there on your way out. Like, it is right before the exit. You can't see the exit before you can see the store full of fucking toys (laughs) and t-shirts and all the hooplas you don't need, right? You can barely get out without having to go through it. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. There are ways, but you have to be in the know if you you know, you know. If you know, you know. (laughs) So right at the entrance, right, you know, there's like always like these booths of stuff set up. And well, there's like this whole rack of toys. And right next to it stands this four foot tall dinosaur plushie. It's fucking huge. (laughs) <laughs> and Nikki is like, oh my god, it's so cute. And so he runs up to it and gives it a hug. And he's like, mommy, mommy, can we cost. get it? And I'm like, absolutely not. I wouldn't even fit it in my car. Like, we would need bungee straps to get this fucking thing home. Like, it was massive <laughs> in my little beep beep, okay? Like, first so, of all, size, but second of all, price, though. Okay, so that's, yep. So my sister jokingly checks the price, right? She's like, huh. And I'm like, what? She goes, Price has been cut off. There's no label saying what price it is. Right? <laughs> um, Can I make a guess? Sure. Did you find out how much it costs? Yes, I did find out the price. Do you want to take okay. a guess? Sure. So we're talking Indianapolis. We're talking Children's Museum. And we're talking giant stuffed animal Yeah. in the Children's Museum in Indianapolis. So in the I'm gift gonna shop. say probably about nine hundred dollars. Okay, well that's way high. Really? <laughs> it's a Melissa and Doug plushie, like. But it's four feet. Yeah, it was four feet tall. It was like made out of the beanie bag stuff. Oh, okay, so it wasn't actually a stuff. All right. So, what, $500? Still high. 
Really? Okay. You're making me feel like it wasn't that insanely priced, but I thought no, it was insanely I'm, priced. I'm really just trying to think of obnoxious prices because of where it's at <laughs> yeah. and what it is. <laughs> yeah. The boys both got a toy each, and we still didn't get out of there in under 50 bucks, so that says anything. <laughs> yep. Um. So the price tag on this dinosaur is gone, right? Um. And so we're like... We're moving through the store, and uh, we're looking around. Both the boys have their different things, right? Nikki is obsessed with dinosaurs and construction vehicles. Ethan is obsessed with anything to do with Hot Wheels. If it's a die-cast car, it's his business, okay? <laughs> That's just who he is as a person. We've accepted it. Now we embrace it, all right? All right. <laughs> um. So... As we're looking through the store, we hear another kid having a huge, like, huge fucking cataclysmic meltdown, <laughs> right? They are not okay. And we're like, mmm, glad it's not one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we hear this meltdown going on. Like, the boys are still not sure what they're wanting to pick. I'm like, all right, it's time to wrap it up. We got to get going, right? And so the boys pick out something each, and we go and we check out, and we're still here on this huge meltdown while check out. Or, sorry, while we're checking out. And then, as we're leaving, not the store, like, we've already made it out of the store, but we're going up this ramp to the skywalk, to the parking garage, right? Right. As we're going up, we see this fucking stroller, and in said stroller is the giant dinosaur. (laughs) What? (laughs) I thought when the price was gone... Right? I thought it wasn't for sale. I was like, oh, they must just have that out for decoration. No, it was for sale, bitch. This motherfucker bought this big dinosaur for their two-year-old. The kid that was having the meltdown? The kid that was having the meltdown. They did not want the dinosaur. dinosaur. And so the dinosaur left with them. And we overhear the guy talking about it. He's like, I can't fucking believe I just spent $150 at the gift shop in the museum. (laughs) Well, actually, I feel like $150 for a four-foot stuffed dinosaur is a pretty great price. You made me feel like it was so much better than it was. I was just like, damn. I guess I was more so thinking about how much money they spent right, at a considering, museum gift shop. Yes. Considering they but, were not uh, planning on buying a $150 fucking dinosaur, but... Right. I'm like, <laughs> I hate to say it. But unless they're planning on keeping that as, like, a family heirloom, that kid's going to be bored with that dinosaur in two years. Tops. (laughs) So I'm going to show my age for a second. (laughs) Just for a second. I feel like we trickle it through the podcast a lot. Do you remember, or was this before your time, pound puppies? I know what you're talking about. I used to collect them. <laughs> so I also collected the tiny pound puppies, but um, that's the for, ones I collected. Only the tiny ones. For my, I didn't uh, have any of the big ones. For my second birthday, I had a huge pound puppy that I like laid on as like just like a giant pillow in the living room and shit (laughs) i loved my fucking pound puppy (laughs) (laughs) i 
I don't I don't remember having it once moving to Indiana, so I think that something happened to it before the move. I don't know. I just remember laying <laughs> on it all the time and then I didn't have it anymore. So <laughs> Magic <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is ridiculous though. Like don't get me wrong, I love getting special things for the boys to remember and have memories with and you know I would never spend that much money on a fucking plushie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't do it, Captain. I might. $150? I, still fight the I urge. might. <laughs> I still fight the urge every now and then to get one of those jumbo-sized teddy bears. But I don't know if it's because I want to get one for my kids or if I want to see if I can fit in it as, like, a bear <laughs> costume. I know that's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be real life Thunder Buddies, okay? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was my little museum gift shop story. <laughs> it was an interesting time. I can't believe people will pay that kind of money for a. <laughs> <laughs> I am like I, you know, like I said, you know, they already bucks. spent like seventy five bucks just to get in the museum. They yeah. probably stopped at the food court. Like that's a. That's a $300 trip. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, we're going to be doing bartender stories. So if you got any, uh, I know it was obscure, all right? If you have any gift shop or bartender stories, send that shit our way. I'll (laughs) gladly read it on pod. Sure would. That way I don't have to go diving into the deepest darkest parts of the internet to try to find two gift shop stories (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness it wasn't that bad okay it was kind of bad it was a bit of a struggle on my end too i was like not one karen huh not even one time wait i figured it out Gift shop employees must not use the internet. That's got to be it. (laughs) No, I'm just playing. All All right. right. So then does that mean it's time? For them dims. Them dims. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Look at all them listens. Yeah. We got a tie. We do have a tie. Not for first, though. Not for first. You need to represent. represent yeah, since you just called them first. your state's capital. <laughs> they are my state's capital, okay? Why don't you call them by their name, though? <laughs> That's what, what, the Hoosier Hoedown? <laughs> Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> the Hoosier Hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amy, we got in second. (laughs) Second place, we still got White Bear Lake with their majestic White Bear Lake. (laughs) And I'm still not getting any pictures. There's no lakes. (laughs) They're like, we have a creek, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Ooh, and we got a new one here in third this week. We got yeah. the Windy City making their great debut again. I think it's the first time for season three. It is the first time for season three. Welcome back, Chicago. 
Hey! Oh my and goodness, and then we got a two-way tie in fourth place. <laughs> I had to do it. I couldn't help myself. We got the tie in fourth. We got... Who we got in fourth, Amy? We got all Hambra. All the Hambra. <laughs> Arizona. All the Hambra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We, we know we know better. It's a it's it's a lombra. You know, it <laughs> once it becomes a thing, it just it's a thing, you know. It's like, going to stay that we way. We know that it's Natchitoches, but we're still going to call it Nacho Chocha. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> it cannot be helped. And then who's our other fourth placer this week? Columbus, Ohio. Hey. Oh okay. my goodness. Okay. So, Lexi, you got our sign-off quote for the week? I do. And this one, it's cuz I'm geeking a bit. We just watched Hitchhiker's Guide. So, I'm I feeling a little Douglasy. <laughs> this quote this week is I may not have gone where I intended to go, but I think I have ended up where I needed to be. Yeah. I mm. like it. Mm. And I love the tiger <laughs> I know, right? Douglas Adams is fantastic. <laughs> okay, right, well, that guys. wraps up this episode. Sure does. So, till next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our web page. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Corat Pod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C O N F of Retail Podcast. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.